Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Time to hit the hardwood. Brought to you by Papa Murphy's. The uh, Nuggets limp, crawl, struggle into the All-Star break with three straight losses. Losing last night at home to a Sacramento team that beat them last Friday. Blew them out. out. But the the argument there was, well, the Nuggets had played the night before in L.A., the dreaded Mm back-to-back, the scheduled loss, all that kind of thing. Well, Sacramento came in here on a back-to-back. Not only could you have looked at it as the scheduled loss, but it was the final game before the All-Star break. Even more of an excuse, I guess, to to let go of the rope. But Sacramento, to their credit, did not. They rallied late. They beat the Nuggets 102-98. The Nuggets already shorthanded, playing without KCP, Hamstring, and Jamal Murray. Tibias. Tibias. Those tibias are going to get you. Anyway, Michael Malone, not a good way to finish. Just too many mistakes down the stretch. You know, some guys just making things up defensively. And then uh, costly turnovers. Um, obviously, um, tough way to go into the break, losing three in a row. But got a chance to get our bodies right, our minds right, and attack these last 27 games. That's throw right. Dude, dude, that guy's got throat tibias. <laughs> what would he be on the injured list with? I don't know, throat tibias. Wow. Coach, I needs, do, a break. Coach, I do, coach needs a break, too. I do love the fact that the Nuggets just made up an injury. <laughs> I give him credit. I've never, ever, ever, first ever time seen ever. that. First time. Injury designation. Yeah. Malone on playing with a bullseye. We have a bullseye in our back now. And for 82 games, we're going to get everybody's best. Um, you know, from a team in Sacramento or from teams that may be down in the standings, there are no easy nights for us. Well, he's painful to listen to. Yeah, he is. I was going to play more, but that's, sounds, that's enough. Sounds bad. He that's needs enough. he needs some hot tea and honey. Honey is a natural antimicrobial. I don't know if you knew that. Actually, you know that honey I, does I, not spoil. You can get honey from like the Egyptian tombs from two thousand, three thousand years ago, and it's perfectly edible. It does not spoil. Antimicrobial. How do you know? How do you know that? I studied. <laughs> you studied. I studied. Yeah. You studied honey, huh? Yeah. You studied. As a matter of fact, in Egyptian the, honey. In the first, in the first, uh, um, oh, equalizer. Denzel Washington puts Egyptian honey on a gunshot wound in his leg. I think. Really? Yeah. Throw some honey. Hmm. Huh. Who there knew? To, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Papa Murphy's home of uh, Take and Bake Tuesdays and Five Dollar Fridays. So we were talking earlier about the confidence level Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have, you have, Mm -hmm. in the Avs and Nuggets right now. I have my Nuggets at a 9 out of 10, the Avs 5 out of 10. Mm -hmm. You have Nuggets... 8 out of 10, and I had the Avs 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10, okay. Look like you want to say something. No, you had mentioned the cast. Somebody said to let go of the the Nas... Yes, that's what I was going to go to. Okay, I just wanted. I was just trying to remind you because I've been paying attention. Pay off the tease. 
I've been paying attention. Hey, I, you know me. I'm very, very, very dialed, very, dialed in. Very, atten- uh, very attentive. Yes. Uh, Texter says you got to let this cadre thing go. It's been two years. Nope. Nope. Not going to let it go. Not not going to let go. I'm not second guessing the decision to to move on from him. I, I completely agreed with it at the time, and I still do. Because you had to basically choose between Val and Kadri, and even with all the Val issues, he's still, what, six years younger? His contract should age better than Kadri's will? Yeah, not if he continues to. I know. Okay. I know. Have off-the-ice issues. I know. Okay. But that said... uh for a team that that's in a, a Stanley Cup window right now, I, I just think Val, on paper, is the more impactful player for a longer amount of time than Kadri would be. Yeah. Okay? okay, but the issue here isn't that I'm lamenting the fact that they let Kadri go. It's just that they haven't replaced him. That's my issue, and that's why I'm not going to let it go. It's not like they haven't. Have they tried? They've tried, right? They tried poorly. They went and got Joe Hansen, right? Who else they go out and get? Well, last year you had JT Comfer. You were hoping to be able to slide mm-hmm. into that, that right. role. You're also thinking maybe eventually Alex Newhook would be able to do that. Guess what? Comfer and Newhook aren't here anymore, and Johansson is on uh, the fourth line right now. Yeah, he's a. He, it, it was a. It was a miss. So, to me, the reason why Kadri's absence continues to be an issue is because it hasn't been felt. And if the Avalanche want to be a Stanley Cup winner again, they, in my opinion, they have to get a much stronger second-line center. And until they address that and fix that and fill that hole, then I can't have a high confidence level in them. Simple as that. Let me ask you a question. Cadre's value, did they misjudge the value of Naz? Not from just a pure on-the-ice inability value, but a mixing it up in attitude value. Did they, were they misguided or, or or did they misevaluate his importance to the team? Because I've always said there are those guys that are just vital in a locker room, vital in the way they practice, the way they play, the things that they do that don't necessarily, aren't necessarily about their, their skill set on the ice or in the, in, you know, on the field or whatever, on the court. But it really becomes more of an attitude in the way they play. No, I give I give the Avalanche all the the credit and respect. They knew exactly what they were losing in Kadri, and they knew it wasn't insignificant. They they understood that that mm-hmm. was going to be a big loss in the intangible in the intangible category. There you go. But they should also have assumed that younger players we're ready to take on more of that leadership and intangible role. More from McCarr, more from McKinnon, more from Rantanen. Uh, you already have the the exceptional leadership of a Devon Taves. So I think that they felt confident that they would be able to replace what but Naz brought, but they understood what they were losing. But here's the here's the thing is that whatever whatever you felt you were you were losing in Naz you felt okay about it because of the contract he was able to command. Do you realize that he signed? He signed right after winning the cup with the Avs. He signed a seven-year, $49 million contract. Mm. And that's all guaranteed in hockey. 
And right. for a hockey, a salary cap that is much lower and much tighter than the other sports. So you're talking about a guy who's going to be making $7 million a year for the next five years. He's going to be 38 years old and still pulling down $7 million a year. You, you, for a team that, that's built like the Avalanche, you can't be carrying around that kind of contract. You just can't. Hmm. Just, I, not not for a guy right. who you know that that contract's not going to age if, well as the years move on. I think if we learned anything from the 2015 Broncos is that that leadership that you just feel like is going to be easy to replace and that guys are just going to step up and fill the void mm-hmm. of DeMarcus Ware and, and of Peyton Manning ain't so easy. True. But I don't think the Avalanche issue is is leadership. I don't think they, they lack leadership. I just don't think there is good as they were a couple yeah. of years ago. But we've talked about, hey, man, when, when a team, one thing about that team, that if if your opponent wanted to muck it up, clog the middle of the eyes, play that slow game, play that physical game, they were able to respond during those times. There are certain guys that that are your response guys, mm-hmm. like a Kadri or a Landis guy. Landis guy you don't have that right fair. now. That's fair. So I just there's always I just have my experience, and I've told teams this. I've told you know I talked to the Broncos, Mike Shanahan about this. There are certain guys you just can't afford to lose because they're so they're so integral in the makeup of of like the soul of your team, and they may not be starters, and they may not be you know frontliners, and they may not be superstars. Yeah, but they're just they're 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 pivotal cogs. Yeah, but they're not guys that are signing seven-year, $49 million contracts guaranteed either. Yeah. Like you were talking about like when the Broncos lost Keith Burns. Yeah. It was a big loss. Well, Keith, but Keith didn't leave on a monster No, but he left to go be a deal. starter. Yeah. And then he came back. Then he came back. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I get hindsight being 20. But here's the other thing. You banked on a guy that you knew had issues. Did you? Did you not bank on Val? Yeah, but did you know he had the issues oh, at the time? Absolutely, they you knew so? he had issues. Absolutely, that's a very uh, that's a, a a very un unwell kept secret. No, that's not <laughs> unwell kept secret. Unwell kept secret. That was See, folks, a, this a well is why secret. I've gotten dumber. This is okay. This is uh, why. I've been reading a lot. <laughs> you have been reading a lot too. I know. You're almost done with your Jack, your second Jack Reacher book oh, yes. in, the, in the span of like ten days. Your vocabulary should be expanding. I've had to look up a couple of words. I'll be honest with you. That's fine, but yeah. pretty soon I have to put the book down and go. What does that word mean? <laughs> That's all right. Have you ever heard of a? Uh, uh, is it a cusp? C o s p e of trees. Copes. Copes. Copes of trees. Copes. Copes. Cope, but it's not C-O-P. It's, it's spelled C-O-P-S-E. Copes. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Copes. Back from my smarter days, that's what I seem to remember. Copes. Was it Copes or Yeah, I think maybe it, was it was. I don't know. I still hold but on to a heard few. Of it? I, yes, I still hold on to a few remnants of my intelligence. Okay. That has Let slowly just, been eroded over the last few a years. thicket or grove. Yeah, Copes. Yeah, that's copes, what I meant. Copes of trees, yeah. A thicket. <laughs> thicket. That's a fun word to say. It is fun to say. Thicket. 
Look at Mark. Thicket. Look at Mark and his new expanded vocabulary, everybody. <laughs> He's having fun with words. A thicket. Uh, you brought in a couple of props uh, for today's show mm-hmm. that we need to put an end to this, uh, well, yes. really, decades-old argument. We'll do that next. Ever since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my hiding spots. Ha! Found you. How? That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Now through March 21st, get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. It's Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3. The now they always say congratulations. Work so hard, forgot how to take they never had a dedication. Uh, people hate say we change. I, I have to admit I was wrong about something. Do you Partially wrong. You're talking about a uh, a thicket of trees. Thicket. That you read you were reading your Jack Reacher book and you didn't like know what it meant. But I pronounced it wrong. It's pronounced cops of trees. Cops of trees. I thought it was copes, but I did pronounce it wrong. But I had the right definition. You did have I used it correctly in a, in, a, in, a, in a sentence, but I but pronounced it wrong. Cops. Cops of trees. Cops. Anyway. Okay. Uh, we need to settle something. Mark yeah. is offended. Re- you're really bothered by this. First of all, I don't know why it bothers you so much, but you're very bothered by the fact that I call a hockey jersey a sweater. Yes. You insist that there's no difference between a football jersey and a hockey sweater. Uh huh. So you, to prove your point, what did you do today? I brought in a Broncos jersey in which I played in, and I brought in an authentic Avs jersey that the Avs made for me after we won our championship in '97. You you do understand now? They they're made out of the same material. Correct. But the Avalanche sweater is much heavier. Jersey. Because the logo is ginormous. Is ginormous and it's heavy. Yeah, and it's thick. It's thick. It is thick. So that's the difference. There is a difference. Would you agree? Does the, does the no, Avalanche... the material is all the same. It doesn't matter. Does the Avalanche sweater feel a little... Like, if you hold one in each hand, does the Avalanche does it sweater more? feel a little heftier yeah. than your Bronco does jersey? Does it weigh more? Yes. Okay, then. If you put... It's sturdier. A ginormous Broncos logo in the middle of... But they don't do that. The, I know. But the material, the point is, it this the material, it's a jersey. It's the same damn material. It's just the logo on the front and the and the numbers on the back right. are much bigger and thicker. Okay, so you're telling me there's a difference. You're making my point. No. There's a difference. The material is exactly what no, no, we said. The jersey is the jersey. We never said. Johnny, Johnny examined these. Unbiased opinion. Come in here, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny is Johnny strong. He's a wee little fella. Is he strong enough to, to lift, lift lift these two jerseys at the same time? Johnny get, get in here. Get examined in here. Get in examined here. both jerseys. Get in here. So we'll just let Johnny be the arbiter. Okay, that's fine. I will. Uh, I will abide by his decision. Okay. All right, Johnny. Question why is: Why you put them both on? 
Put one on at a time. No, because no, 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 no. no. They need to be worn. And plus, the Avs jersey, the Avs jersey is about three times the size of the Broncos jersey. What do you mean three times the size? It's huge. Would you? If I put them both on, you would see the difference in Even, how because it's completely tailored, so it barely fits. That's true. Your Bronco jersey is completely tailored, so you could you know cheat during games. Exactly. <laughs> so, but Johnny will tell you: is it the same? Is it not the same material? Is it a jersey, Johnny? I mean, I did the hold each jersey in one hand, mm-hmm. and they literally are the the exact same. That's one might look heavier. It's heavier. But it, it really isn't. Because you're carrying around the crest and the numbers. It, they're just heavier. Yeah, but it's the they're, same. Is it not the same? Is it the same material? Or is it like one was knitted by an 84-year-old woman, the other one was a jersey? Which, like, are they both the same material? If I had no context going in and you asked me, are these both jerseys? I would say, yeah. Yeah, Clearly, you have no sense of fashion. Let's let's try, <laughs> Sid. Rogue, I'm going to trust your sense of fashion a little bit. When you look at these two, do, yeah. do they to, to you? Do they look like you're looking at something exactly similar? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. Right, they're you're both disqual- jerseys. You're, you're disqualified too. They're both jerseys. Yeah. Is calling it a hockey sweater? Is that like an East Coast thing? No, it's just a it's just a classy. It's just a hockey. It's just thing. a classy it's, hockey. It's thing. what the we hockey people. Call it a jersey. A I bet sweater. you. Ba- I bet you. If you did a deep dive history back in the day, it was probably made of like a thicker kind of sweatery material or something. Well, sure, because the the barns that they played in were legitimately cold. Right. They're not as cold anymore. Right. Still cold though. So it's it's just an honoring honoring the past history of the game. By, you know, saying something stupid like sweater. Would you not agree, though, it just sounds classier? No, I think it sounds... It sounds more nostalgic and, and I don't know, just just sounds... Co- to me, it sounds cooler. What do you... Both of you, back there. Again, I would agree with that. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's very cool. A hockey cool. sweater sounds classier than just a hockey jersey. A jersey. Wow, look at you. You got a jersey. That's not the same as you got a sweater. A hockey sweater sounds like a fat dude that is just way too hot. <laughs> He's a hockey sweater. No. With a hairy back. Oh, no, it's classy. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's. You're tacky and I hate you. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I just think it makes the uniform, it just, it just makes it look. Better, sound better, feel different, any everything. Just what if I said his football sweater? No, 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 no. His baseball sweater. Nope. Nope. His basketball. Nope. Yeah, it's nope. just no. It's just it's it's separate for hockey. Yeah. For my hockey, it, yeah, it's just it makes hockey unique. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things that make hockey unique. Oh really? Yeah. Care to add to that? Yeah, you get a point for losing. See, that's See, that's another See, this unique is, hockey. This is why hockey, hockey guy. This is why you've had this this long standing feud mm-hmm. with hockey guy, right? Because you don't respect the, the the game. You don't respect the traditions of the game, like the hockey sweater. Yeah. How there's long, something how old long time, is there's the something old time about like, like point does, for does, an does, overtime does, loss? Does how any, long has that been around? Any, that, that long not, history not, of that. Not that long. Not okay. that long. All right. 
that but it shows that hockey is still willing to evolve. They're not totally mm-hmm. stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? Hockey hockey feels like the only sport that begs you to be involved in hockey, that wants your attention, that just like just pines for your attention. <laughs> and then as soon as you say something wrong, berates you and and excommunicates you from hockey for life. No, 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 no. I'm not like that. I, no. I want, I want people to jump on the hockey bandwagon. I'm, I'm not going to be a, a hockey. I'm not a hockey snob, right? But I do respect the parts of hockey that people feel as hockey fans makes them unique. We're better than you, and we know it. And I think the fact that hockey guy likes to think of the the sweater that they wear to a game as being a sweater, not just simply a jersey, then yeah. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna fool yourself, if you wanna fool yourself, lie to yourself, like <laughs> you're kidding yourself, but you I, don't believe I it. I knew you were gonna start singing <laughs> that. Why must you be such an angry young man? I wonder if they wrote that song about hockey, <laughs> about hockey guy. Uh, Mike, if I go onto uh, fanatics.com and look up jersey, it shows the jerseys, and if I go onto sweaters, it shows hoodies. Hey, I can't, I can't, Ooh. I can't. I, listen. Again, you have to be part of the club. Okay, if you if you're not, it's like circus club. If you're not a true hockey guy or gal, then you just don't understand. I I get it. So, create a division. I'm being a little snobby. I have to. I know I'm sounding a little snooty. Right. I'm being a little hockey snooty right now. You are. uh, You are. You are. Sorry. You know, our country needs to come together. Mm-hmm. Not be divided. That's true. That's not true. Be divided. So everybody get on board and let's, let's get together on hockey sweaters, not jerseys. Coming up, what's trending? That's next. Here's Schlereth and Evans with what's trending right now. All right, here we go. Nuggets losing last night. Kind of tough to listen to Michael Malone, but I think I think I think this is actually perfect because Michael Malone is a perfect embodiment of what the Nuggets are right now. Okay. Okay. This is this is Malone talking about uh, what it means to be a defending champ. Jamal and I were talking about it today. This is the first time we're going through it. You know, I think Golden State went through it. You know, four times. Um, you know, Pop and San Antonio, they went through it a bunch of times. Well, this is, you can talk, you can talk to people. How hard is it? But you got to walk that. You got to go through it yourself to really understand it. And we played into June. And our guys that were here last year are definitely physically, mentally, and emotionally worn out. Played a lot of basketball. And so I think getting away, I feel bad for Nicola. You know, he's got to go to Indianapolis and uh, hopefully he can find a way to just rest his mind. But uh, I'm hoping that this break allows everybody to come back rejuvenated. Mm. <laughs> Starting with you, Coach. Starting with you. They're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fine. I, yeah, trust, you, I trust this team. You know, that whole, your ability to repeat, and like there are a lot of people that can walk the road with you, Mike, but nobody can walk it for you. You can bring people aside and, 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 you know, you can get information and you can talk to people about it. But like he said, it's your road to walk. 
So uh, they're going to have to, and, and they're dealing with that right now. And everybody wants to beat you. You know? Um, I, I, just, I just don't have tons of concern about this, this basketball team. I really don't. They've, they've banked enough equity. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, hey, I, I'll admit, I, I had the same kind of steadfast belief in the Avs last year. Right. And I was big believers in them until they spit the bit in the first round. And you know what? Okay. Uh, but I'm still I, concerned I, about I, that I, Kraken series. Yeah, I still am concerned about the Kraken series. I, I guess call me... Uh, Call me old. It's not even old fashioned. I I I'm, I never want to get so arrogant as a sports fan, and I hope with the success that we're having around here that nobody gets ever gets so arrogant with the success that they aren't willing to give championship teams the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove that they don't deserve it. But don't just start. Don't start looking at games, a three-game stretch in the middle of February when you are still 27 games away from the end of the regular season. Never mind even into the playoffs as a sign that uh, you got to panic. Carmelo Anthony, what's up, Melo? Why this this this? What tour are you on? What are you trying to prove here by saying that you never wanted to be traded? I'm not trying to rebuild. I just got a taste of the Western Conference Finals. I'm not trying to rebuild. And you got signed a five-year deal. Yeah, so now so, I'm like, I got like a year, two years yeah, left. Right, in that deal. On that deal. So now like, y'all about to make me rebuild with two years left on my deal? So here's the play. Look, I'm not rebuilding. I'm hearing rumblings of y'all about to amnesty tra- uh, Chauncey. Right. Uh, y'all going to amnesty Chauncey. Y'all going to send JR and, and Nene to Chicago for somebody. They wanted Joe Kim. Bring Joe Kennedy go ship Nate out. Oh, you about to have me over here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who? It took me six years to get to this point of making it to the Western Conference Finals, and now you want me to start all over again? Wow, no. good spin, man. You're good. Yeah, Mello, you're good. You Wait, thought you're about to spin this? You huh? worked it. You probably met with a PR firm, right? How are we gonna do this? Your your Carmelo pity tour, right? You know, that's the thing. If, if you... Did you ever really think at that point that they... Anybody out there, anybody ever felt feel at that point that the Nuggets were looking to scrap it all down and rebuild after losing to the uh, Lakers in the Western Conference Finals? Here's the thing about Mello and folks have an ability to do this. If you tell yourself something enough, eventually that becomes your truth. He has told himself that this was the scenario so many times that he really believes. He believed. He did believe. He do. He, he does believe. believe. We doesn't believe. What's he trying to do? No, we don't believe. What, what's he his believe. goal here? Is he, he don't believe. Is he trying to pr- protect a legacy that he realizes now that he kind of trashed on the way out of town and now all of a sudden it, it matters to him? He wants to be loved. Wants to be loved. He just wants to be loved. Once you move out of the limelight and nobody's cheering for you, 20,000 people aren't at the arena cheering for you, all of a sudden you, you miss it, and now you're trying to get some semblance of it back? Yeah, and you're trying to... It's your way of saying, hey, guys, really, it wasn't... Uh, it's them, not me. 
but nobody's buying it. You don't believe? I don't believe. How much do you love the Colorado Rockies? Ooh, this is going to be tested. Yeah. This is going to be tested. Because now this isn't simply about, hey, come on out to the ballpark on a beautiful summer night and enjoy the experience of Coors Field. No, 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 no. This is investing money to watch them on TV. It's one thing to invest money if you're just looking at going to the baseball game just for the experience. Right. Are you going to invest in Rockies TV? Because as of right now, the only way you're going to be watching the Rockies is if you're willing to pay 20 bucks a month or 100 bucks for the season to watch them play. If, if you just look at a subscriber, just I'm not even talking about for the season. Mm -hmm. How many people do you believe will spend $20 to watch the Rockies' first month of the season? Give me a number. Oh, number of of people just to watch the first month? Just at the start of the season. Zero and zero record, Hope Springs Eternal, all that, blah, blah, blah. How many people do you think will have signed up to pay to watch the Rockies if that's the only way to watch them? Give me a number. Wow. And by the way, that's going to be available to people, you know, just, I mean, anywhere in the country you're going to be able to do it. But, you know, let's just, we'll expand Colorado, uh, you know, Wyoming, Utah, you know, just the whole Rocky Mountain region. How many people? Half a million? No way. No way. No. Uh, 200,000. I, I was going to say about 30 grand. 30,000 people. 30,000 people? That's it? Oh. Well, think about I mean, think about it. 30? No, it'd be more than that. Oh, it won't be half a million. No. Young people who do all their subscribing to, to streaming services... Are they going to put another $20 a month on their streaming platform if they've got Netflix and they've got Hulu and they've got I Apple know. and they've got... Hey, it's not young, but I got those too. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm paying for all those too. Right, but they're going to go Man, to... I got to cut some cords. Yeah, but they're going to... You know, they'll go to the game and, you know, get a $15 ticket and roll in there and have drinks. I don't think they're doing it. And old people who love baseball aren't going to be buying another streaming service. I just don't think it's. 30, I'd be I'd be surprised if it hit a hundred thousand people. You might be right about that. Wow! Now you know. Now you know why. Um, you're 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 seeing the altitude disputes and everything like this because I, I don't think these teams even if I don't think these teams want their once amazingly lucrative TV contracts to be reduced to simply a la carte. Because all of a sudden you may find that if you're not attached to something mm -hmm. and you're just part of a package and now it comes down to just are people going to pay specifically to watch you on TV? You may find that those numbers are really, really bad. And you're making no money. Well, you think about Back when I first got to ESPN, how they are part of every package. And then all of a sudden, you know, at one point they were in 
125 million households. By the time I left, they were in 85 million households. Because you're like, well, I don't want that package. I don't need that package. I don't, you know, it becomes more like you said, all the carbon. It used to be part of it was the basic program, right, right. But then when it became more a la carte, like you started losing a ton of households and therefore a ton of income. By the way, did you do you want your TV to be like that? By the way, where there's no more, just you sign up for this package would you would you prefer just to be able to I'll take this I'll take this I'll take this I'll take this no and then put it all together me no yeah no I just, you'd rather pay for a package where you, there's literally dozens of stations that you will never watch but you're okay with paying for that package because it includes the stations you do like yeah really I don't like to I don't like to have I don't want to have to pick through I like having a bunch of stuff to sift through Whatever maybe strikes your fancy on a particular night. Yeah, every now and again I'll be flipping through something and something will be on the History Channel. And you'd be like, oh, man, yeah. this is really interesting. Cool, but you don't have to pay for it every month. Right, but if I was looking if I was looking through it going, hmm, oh, yeah, i got to have the History Channel for that one documentary I saw two years ago and I haven't watched this channel since, so then you're not paying for it. Yeah. But every now and again I'm flipping through things yeah. and I'm like, hey, this is cool. That's true. Like Nova. Yeah. Like, occasionally I'll come across a Nova program. Well, like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Carl Sagan will be on there. You know, they're talking about, talking about black holes and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, this is kind of cool. But do I want to pay for it? Probably not. By the way, I don't trust any of those scientists. No? No, they're all talking about what would happen if you went into a black hole. How would you know? Wait a minute. It's like, it's like statisticians. You? It's like math. Those are people. So you say you have to go through a black hole in order to be able to explain what's going to happen if yeah, you go into like a black hole. Tell me how to raise kids without ever raising kids. <laughs> like, what the hell do you oh, know? I think I. I think Wait I, a minute. I think I'd rather deal with the effects of a black hole than something uh, ain't right. Something to try sometimes to deal with our children. That is uh, what is a trending. Bring that to you twice a day, seven thirty and nine thirty. Uh, always fresh stories to uh, to get to. Got a lot of good reaction to our whole confidence level in the abs and nuggets. We'll revisit that next. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. I have to admit, I'm a little bit surprised by the reaction, overreaction, to the nuggets play going into the All-Star break. On the Ramoslaw.com text line, blown out in two of the last three games and fold down the stretch in the third. Nugs will be lucky to go 14 and 13 in the last 27. Wow. I'll take that bet. You go with 14 and 13, I get anything better than that. I'll take that bet. Coffee bet, texter? How about a tattoo? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm on the tattoo business. No way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd like to see you add to the tattoo. No. Oh, add to the current tattoo? Yeah. Well, so it was originally a Tim Tebow tattoo. For mm-hmm. those who are not familiar with my tattoo, uh, this came about in the Tebow year. Broncos were one in, f- yeah, one in four. Mm-hmm. They made the switch to Tebow. Um, they won. No, no, no. What were they? Were they Owen? They weren't good. They weren't good. Anyway, they they he, he goes in the first game. They win. Oh, I remember what I think it was. And they they won the first. They they came back. They won the game. 
people started immediately saying that, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And finally, somebody said, yeah, they're going to go. They're going to go eight and eight. And I think at that point they were one and four. Right. And I'm like, they're not going to go eight and eight. I've had enough. If they go eight and eight, I'll, 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 I'll. You know, I was searching for what I would right. do, and I said, I'll get a tattoo, Tebow tattoo. And then what do you know? The next week they got blown out uh-huh. by Detroit. Detroit. That's right. They dropped to I think one and five, and then they won seven in a row. <laughs> they won like seven in a row. Right. They got to eight and five, and then just to twist the 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 dagger in me a little bit lo- a little bit deeper, they were at eight and five, and then they lost their last three games of the season to go eight and eight. And you still had to. Get and the I tattoo. still had to yeah. get the tattoo. Gosh, I had people on the station say, "You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You don't have to go ahead." I'm like, "No, I do." Every time they won, I do. Every time they won, and it'd be like. 55 oh. minutes of the worst football you've oh. ever watched in your entire life. And then one incredible drive yep. that just everything lined up and they'd win and they'd flash up to Elway up in the box. <laughs> and he's like, he was just eating glass. Oh, he was just, he's just like, you gotta be kidding me. He couldn't believe it. And he hated every second of it. Every second. Every second of it. He hated every second. Because he knew. He knew this was a fluke. And that his masterfully created plan of just letting Kyle Orton play mm-hmm. and put themselves in a position to get Andrew Luck was dying. Right. Dying right in front of him. Thankfully, thankfully, Peyton Manning came along to save all of us. But yes. oh my goodness. And then what you still you look back on that. I look back on that. It was fun. Okay. It was a fun, we'll never see it ever again type year. But my goodness, the things that happened. Rex Ryan losing his mind about how to, you know, defend in the final Mm. Two minutes and allowing for a complete naked bootleg the other way. Mm. Um, Marion Barber, an experienced running back, running out of bounds to stop the clock and allowing them to get the ball back. And Matt Prater kicks like a 70-yard field goal. Matt Prater, by the way, was the unsung hero of that whole run. He was hitting like just 60-yarders, 58-yarders all over the place. I think that (sighs) one of the great lines lines about Tebow, I think it was a... uh, Oh man, was it the guy who used to write for Sports Illustrated all the time? Um, Rick Riley. Yeah, Rick Riley, do the back page. Said it was like driving your pregnant wife halfway to the hospital and dropping her off. Like your wife who's in labor. That was Tim T. Boys. Prater was like just ra- just absolutely crushing 62 <laughs> yarders for the win. Ah. Thank you so much. God bless y'all. It was, uh, I remember when it, it, it finally. Was- it finally got clinched, the tattoo. So we were at, uh, where were we? Um, were we at the Army-Navy game? I, we were some, anyway, we're flying back. I'll never forget it. And uh, <laughs> our pal Nate Lundy was was on the plane with me. And he was sitting like, uh, I don't know, like 10 rows ahead of me, right, on, uh-huh. on the plane. And the, we all had TV, so everybody was watching the uh, Broncos game. And I think it was the Bears win that clinched the eighth win. Yeah. And... We're all watching the game, so it's a, a plane full going back to Denver. So there's Bronco fans all over the place, and everyone's you know cheering, and it, it was awesome. It was an awesome flight because everyone's watching the game. And when when they Prater hits the game winning field goal, everyone's cheering. Nate's like ten rows up. He just stands up, looks back at me, and he just is laughing because he knows what's happening. Right, I got to get the tattoo, and I am just sitting there like I can't believe this is happening. 
So anyway, I got it. But you think I should uh, I should add to it? Yeah. It's a 15. Right. You could be a Nikola Jokic. I can easily turn this. So what, how should I turn it into a definite, uh, everyone would understand. Because I walk around with my shirt off all the time. Right. So that anybody who it's sees 15, it would know it got that like it, angel wings little, on 15 with little angel wings on it. I so. bet you could change it to 15 and then like have that 15, but in the jaws of like a bear. Oh, I like and that. make it a bear, like like circus club. Yes, ah. yes, yeah, yeah. That's not happening. I, I'll design it for you. No, <laughs> I'll design it for you. I am hoping this this thing just continues to fade, fade, fade. Sorry, people said you should get removed. I'm like, nah, nah. I'm gonna keep it. You know, as long as Tebow's still relevant, he is. I'll, I'll keep it. He's relevant. Oh yeah, no, there's no question. No, right, so he's big time relevant. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. He's a, he's an unbelievable. He's a good human. dude. He's a good dude. Unbelievable human. Mm. Love you too. You're welcome. Unfortunately, though, because he's such a good guy, people think he's automatically a good quarterback, and no, the two are separate. Just that, because that, he's a really that, good guy doesn't make him a really good quarterback. Yeah, there's Sorry a, that. there's a lot of really bad guys who are great exactly. players. Exactly. That was always, I always heard a lot of that. Well, you got to give Tebow another chance. He's such a good guy. Right. No, you don't. No. Not for that no. reason. Who's who's a bad guy? Real bad guy, but a, that's a real good player. Yeah, Mark. Who's a really bad guy who's a really good player? Please, well, a guy that, A guy that would tell you until he you know changed his life, Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. People, I mean, yeah, there were all kinds of, uh, yeah, yeah. all kinds of things that... I mean, guys on his own team would tell you that. Mm-hmm. But Ben's done a phenomenal job. So, I mean, there's, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of other guys that aren't the greatest guys in the world. Heck, uh, Stephon Diggs. Every guy, when he played for Minnesota, they asked, you know, the old funny in the locker room, who's the one guy that you wouldn't want to date your sister? Every guy in the Minnesota, Diggs. Diggs can't be anywhere around my family. Oh, Diggs, Diggs, Diggs. They were all over Diggs. By the way, the honeymoon in Buffalo might be ending with him. Talk that they want him to get restructured. Hey, you got to help us out. Time to take a pay cut. Mm. Time to get a haircut. Yeah, that'll go over well. Mm-hmm. So there's, yeah, there's always those those stories out there. Turn the wings into bear claws. Oh, great! Now I've got now I've got tattoo yeah. uh, consultants here. Yeah, like, let's turn it into a mellow basketball sweater. <laughs> I think <laughs> I do good. think we should maybe send me a picture of that, and I'll get my people on that. See if we can yeah. restructure that. You have tat- tattoo people, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have the- you have uh, tattoo people that right. Do you have so a tattoo? Have- no, no I, I know, I know, I know, right. What can you do? He gets a tattoo. I know, I know. <laughs> Go ahead, I know you want to say it. No, do you guys have, you guys Fever, are young, you do. do you have tattoos? Fever does. Yeah. Yeah, I only have one. Rogue? Rogue? No tattoos. No tats? Nope. If I could afford it, I'd get like a half sleeve, but that's expensive. How much does a, like a, like, how much does a, a, a half sleeve, full sleeve go for? Uh, up and down, you, up from like the shoulder like down bla- to the yeah. Well, I get it on wrist. like I would get on like the forearm. All right, uh, down to the wrist and like yeah. black and white. Yeah, can run from like 
twelve hundred to what? two grand. Yeah, if it's depending on how detailed it is, they're expensive. Plus tip. That like oh. one large tattoo is like five hundred dollars. What? Judging by like like you see some people and how many they have, I'm like, yeah. how can you afford John Davis? How can yeah. you? Afford, He's got a bunch. How can you afford that? What about prison tattoos when they do them in prison? Jeez. Like those are free, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they got their own little kit. They make them out of something. I I don't I don't I don't know how, I, I don't I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. That's a good question. I don't know how much do they cost in the. I don't know, like a I think they're like a pack of smokes. Yeah? You, you barter a, for them? Yeah, you barter. Pack of smokes. All right. You get a prison tattoo. Science. All right. There you go. Uh, oh, by the way, by, hey, thank you so much for all these uh, these suggestions. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to jot all these down and take these under advisement. So okay. thank you. Thank you, listeners. I, I appreciate how much you're looking out for me and how I can get more out of my uh, tattoo. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. We're done. We'll uh, turn things over. Josh and Stoke coming your way next.